Welcome to Sonata Secrets with Henrik Chilham, unlocking the world of classical music. Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata is one of those pieces that's famous and associated with the piano and classical music, even for people who don't normally listen to classical music. It's this one. sure you recognize it. This sonata in uh, C-sharp minor, it's three movements, it's one of Beethoven's 32 piano sonatas, that's a pillar in the piano repertoire, and it wasn't actually Beethoven who came up with the name the Moonlight Sonata, that came a few years after his death. It was some German critic and poet who wrote in a review after hearing this piece, that it reminded him of how some lake looked uh, in the German countryside in the moonlight. Uh, very still and quiet and nice. And it was this first moment he was referring to. So we have this famous uh, solemn sound with these repeated notes. And the heavy use of the pedal throughout the piece and the whole movement, this piece, it stays in this character. And this motion is throughout the whole piece. Uh, it kind of keeps the music alive, this. Uh, these notes in the chord. And the, the bass line in the descending line is quite important also. For me it feels like it's got the quality of looking inwards and introspective when it's going down instead of up and outward toward the world. So. five bars is just a prelude uh, in the piece to when the melody comes uh, and enters here. And it's, it's a sing note and just the one note and the, the melody stays on that note and the harmony changes and that's quite a powerful thing. instead of C-sharp minor, and that means hope. Um, it's very hopeful, this E major. But it turns, almost immediately turns to, to E minor, so it's more of a point of hopelessness instead of hope. Or maybe...
here again we're back in the minor but B minor this time. And there's some speculation that Beethoven wrote this sonata to a student that he was unhappily in love with, the Countess Julie Giacchiardi. Uh, and the sonata is dedicated to her. It's speculation, uh, we don't know if it's true or not. In any case, here at this point you can feel in the music the anguish of unrequited love. comes again uh, up in the high register. has landed on this note, uh, G-sharp, and it's going to stay there for 14 bars, I think, until the, uh, the first melody comes back, and that's called a pedal point. We have this uh, bass for the whole time, and then the right hand is kind of trying different chords on top of that, so it's like we're firmly grounded, but we're looking at different directions. softer and lower and more quiet. and most vulnerable moment in the piece, you have the return of the melody in pianissimo.
so beautiful, but so like tragic and uh, depressing, but but beautiful. Anyway, when we get to the, we reach the major part here. Suddenly, we have more hope now because it doesn't turn away from the major directly. We we move on. But yeah, no, not gonna. It's not gonna happen this time either. suspensions in a descending line here. And you can really just play this, um, the melody and the upper notes in the pattern of the triplets. So... And this is suspensions, when the notes meet right next to each other, it creates a suspension that is then resolved in the next note. So... You get this descending line, it's such a nice feeling. And so we add uh, everything here. C sharp minor low in the bass here and now it's just the code of the piece it's like we're picking up the pieces uh, of the moment and we got the signal in the left hand now in the low register so a fragment of the melody from the middle section, if you remember, uh, in the right hand here. surely dying away really the death of depression uh, so just keeping in c-sharp minor the whole time and, and going down here it's very tragic music and it's kind of funny how we can like it so much when it's so tragic and I suppose it got something to do with the fact that art and music can express tragedy and misery. And we can experience those feelings in the art instead of in our own lives. And in the art, 
this tragedy is always reconciled to some degree in, in some way. So it stays within the bounds of the music and we can appreciate it as such. So now, please enjoy the first movement of Beethoven's Moonlight Sonata.
If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe to my podcast or YouTube channel and support my work on Patreon at patreon.com slash sonatasecrets. And stay tuned for a new episode every week.